0: Hey guys, welcome to the Social Media Marketing Conversation. My name is Justin Holt and in this episode, we are talking about why I started my social media marketing agency. We're going to do that right now. Hey everyone, thank you again so much for stopping by. Great to see you here few things first. We're just going to do some quick housekeeping. Number one, thank you to everyone who has been listening. It has been absolutely amazing. Like I said before, I really haven't done any marketing yet for this podcast. And I think it's amazing that there's as many people listening that there are. And I love having you guys listen. Now, I do use Anchor FM, which means you can send me a voice message. Now, if you send me a voice message, I'll use the audio in an upcoming episode so make sure to tell us who you are what you're doing so we can all kind of learn a bit more about you If you want to send me a voice message, I've created a link through my website, which is www.justhold.com slash podcast. That will bring you directly to the voice message feature of Anchor, and that way you can send us a message. Now, one thing quickly, you'll notice I've changed the name of the podcast. It is now called the Social Media Marketing Conversation. The reason why is a lot of people are using just social media marketing. It's the name of their podcast, so I just want to kind of break that up a little bit. And also, it kind of tells you the direction that I want the podcast to go. I want it to be a conversation between the listeners and myself, so definitely use that voice message feature, and we'll get you into one of the episodes. All right, let's get started. So why did I create my social media marketing agency? It came down to a few personal factors. I'd been doing social media marketing for a business for seven years. I've been doing social media marketing before that with my own brands and businesses. So I kind of knew what I was doing. I'd been introduced to another marketer who was actually just a consultant and her retainer was ridiculous. And it made me realize that I could be working for myself and i could be at home with my kids instead of you know going to the nine to five and really grinding it out and not getting paid nearly enough i was literally disrespected at every single level at my previous job i just i couldn't take it anymore and i wasn't being valued and i knew that i could create more value for customers if i did it myself and I was out there helping actual businesses and I was actually caring about my customer base. So here's what it comes down to. I did some research locally to see if it was viable and what I realized was 98% of the local businesses were not actually using pay-per-click, Facebook advertising or any other type of social media advertising other than organic and they were all struggling miserably. (laughs) So then I started doing some research to get a presentation put together and looking at it, 94% of Canadians use social media. It's the highest per capita in the entire world. It is incredible how many Canadians use social media. 75% of Canadians are comfortable with shopping online. So that means I can help a company create an e-com business or expand their business with e-com. You know, 64% of Canadians actually prefer to shop online. So that's a huge number. Like these numbers are huge and ridiculous. And I love them because it shows me that there's so many businesses that are struggling when they don't have to be and that I can bring them a lot of leads and a lot of potential customers to their door. So I'm just going to mention some techniques I use just right off the bat, just to tell you kind of where my business is and kind of what I actually do. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm properly running an ad budget on Facebook. One of the biggest mistakes we see all the time is too low of an ad budget. And what ends up happening is the ads can't optimize properly within Facebook. And it's just the way the Facebook algorithm works. And then from there, what I'm doing is I'm using the Facebook ads to either go with a highly targeted pay-per-click to like a landing page or to, you know, a mailing list, something like that, or I'm using lead generation. When I do lead generation, generally I'm using Facebook's built-in lead generation, although I will use landing pages sometimes and go directly into a mailing list. But with the lead generation built into Facebook, let's say I'm working with a landscaping company and I wanna bring the business owner more leads directly. What I do is I do the Facebook lead generation which then texts the information directly to the business owner so that they're able to act on those customers right away. And what I'm doing is I'm doing a really, really highly targeted ad with an offer to people who are homeowners locally that have X amount of income, and that's gonna bring them a ton of leads directly to their phone that they can call. Works extremely well. My customers absolutely love that. They think it's hilarious um, when I blow up their phones with leads. And some people have actually asked me to stop doing the text messages and switch over to email just because they're getting so many text messages that it becomes a little bit overwhelming to some business owners. The other thing I'm doing is I'm building mailing lists and I do that a little more advanced than what something like Mailchimp is going to give you. What I'm doing is I'm using a system where you're actually able to look at how the customers are interacting with the emails, where they're clicking, things like that, and then being able to split them off into different groups. So if I have people coming into the mailing list and they're very, very cold, but maybe they signed up to get more information on the offer, but they're not really clicking through or they're not really contacting the business... What I'm doing is I'm moving them to another part of the mailing list and I'm using techniques to warm them up as a customer or as a lead so that they become a hot lead. And then from there, they're brought back over to the hot lead section. The hot lead section are people who are already interested. They're showing that they're interested by their interactions with the emails. We're able to market to them a little more directly. And the colder leads, we kind of warm them up first. So being able to do that's really, really cool. I use a couple different programs, but kind of the main one I use is MailerLite. And what Light's able to do is give us a visual of how to split them off based off their actions and time things correctly. And it's just, it's such a good little system. And the best part is you can start a customer for free. So that's a good place to start. Um, instead of going something like ClickFunnels or something like that, it's gonna cost you a lot. Now that said, I can use ClickFunnels with a customer if I'm doing like a sales funnel and a landing page type setup and upsales, it's really good for that and the nice thing is with a $1,500 retainer plus their ad spend I can definitely afford to add that on for them and that's not a big issue for me. So I do have access to the little more expensive tools that can help business grow a little bit quicker and get their sales system working just that little bit more efficiently. So I do have a lot of options there. There are a few things I do not do. One of the first things I do not do is I do not do organic posting whatsoever. What I'm doing is I may go and take pictures for organic posts, but I'll have an outsourced freelancer write the posts. So if I'm asked to do organic and do everything on their Facebook, then I'm definitely outsourcing that completely and utterly. And you can do an entire month for a page for extremely cheap and get really really good results people who actually have marketing degrees who can really really do good copyright and you get these posts that you just post once a day you get them into a system that kind of sends them out daily and you're pretty much set there and so i don't i don't really deal with organic posts i don't want to be spending all my days just doing copywriting uh, copywriting is probably my least favorite part of being a f- social media marketer i'm not a fan of copywriting and like with most people from time to time i can struggle with it coming up with ideas and writer's block like i understand the the methodology behind it, it's just sometimes you know coming up with the actual wording can be frustrating so i try and avoid it as much as possible that said every single paid ad that i do i write myself i don't try and go out and outsource everything i literally just do the organic stuff How did I prospect at the beginning? It was super easy. The first thing I did was I went to the local Chamber of Commerce. I figured out who the business owners were. I was able to find a lot of business owners names. I used LinkedIn if I couldn't find them on the Chamber of Commerce. So there was a lot of ways to get the business owners information. And the other thing too is Facebook pages are great for that. You know, if you're not 100% sure who's who, just read some of the posts and you can generally figure out who the actual owner is, especially if they have a lot of fans on their Facebook page. The other thing I did was I went to their website, I checked for a Facebook pixel, I checked for SSL certificates, and I checked their page load speeds. Now, I'm not doing SEO, but I can give advice on SEO as kind of like a free get my foot in the door. So a lot of businesses who aren't selling on their websites won't put an SSL certificate on their website. And we now know that Google really, really wants you to have an SSL certificate. So you're not going to rank as high if you don't have one. So I go in, I kind of do a quick audit of their website if there's no Facebook pixel I'm going to their Facebook page checking if they're doing any advertising if they are then I know that they're at least trying in a lot of cases they've given up and they're not doing any Um, and then we got the SSL certificate to make sure that they're ranking high in SEO and the page load speed as well as SEO so I can give them tips to give to their web developers or whoever runs their website to get things kind of moving a little bit easier for them on the organic side and then I can come in and work with them on the pay-per-click side from there I do a video outreach usually to start uh, it's a one minute video of me talking directly to the camera saying my name is Justin I'm a social media marketer I bring customers to your doorstep this is what I do I can really help your business you know I noticed you didn't have a Facebook pixel and a few other things and I think I can really help you do you have 15 minutes to sit down and have a quick conversation and in a lot of cases because you're giving them free information you know you're looking to help them right off the bat they're usually pretty motivated to give you the 15 minutes of their time you get into the meeting. And if you know how to close the sale, you usually do fairly well. Now, the other thing is in those meetings, you do have to decide, is this somebody who I can help? And is this somebody who I want to work with? But from there, you know, just close the sale and you got yourself a new client. The businesses I targeted right off the bat were restaurants. I love working with restaurants. As being a photographer before, I did a lot of food photography. I love working with restaurants and restaurant owners. They're the coolest people to know. They usually have the best food, the best drinks. They're they're a lot of fun to hang out with. Landscaping companies are awesome, and a lot of them here. Even though they might only you know do landscaping in the spring and in the summer, in the winter a lot of them do snow clearing here. So you know they have an all year round business and i think a lot of people don't realize that and then the other thing i did was specialty retailers so people who like import fine foods and look kind of like the niche shops and things like that that's kind of who i targeted when i started and was able to kind of build my client list from there my goals started as such because you should always have goals my goals were to have five clients within my first quarter of business uh very easy to achieve You know, it wasn't too ridiculous, but the nice thing is with the five clients, that gives me a very, very healthy income so that I can stay home, family's happy, fed, keep the roof over the head type thing. My goal for one year was 10 clients, 10 clients, once again, super, super easy, should not take a year to get 10 clients whatsoever. But, you know, I wanted an easy goal, something that I could definitely obtain and reach for. And of course, it's an easy one. At 10 clients, you're making a ton of money. My family's happy. I can stay home with the kids. We can give them experiences. If the wife wants to leave her job, she can. It, it just opens you up to a different level of lifestyle, which is kind of nice to have. So the the big thing is with 10 clients, like how can you do that without getting overloaded, especially if you're just doing it yourself? Number one, like I said, if you're doing organic stuff, just outsource that. You can do that super cheap. You're not gonna be spending too much time with that. With the PPC advertising, pay-per-click, what ends up happening is within the first 30 days, you really have to concentrate on the ad, make sure things are optimizing correctly and things are going exactly how you expect them to go. Make sure the ad copies are good. A, B, some ads, make sure everything's happy. After that, you really, really, really can back off and really only check it maybe once or twice a week just to make sure that things are still rolling the way they should be. Now, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So I'll like pop open my phone and be checking ads almost all the time just because I love watching people clicking. I love watching, you know, leads go to my customers. I just love all of that. So I check way more often than most people do. But you really don't need to be checking it that often. What you need to be more concentrating on is your ad copy and things like that because customers are going to want you to change what ads you're doing. So let's say they have a sale coming up. You got to prep for that. You got to get the ad put together for that and get that 100% ready. So that when you turn around and you do a new advertisement, you're ready to get that optimized right away and get that out to as many people as possible. Now, when clients come on board, I am really, really, really focused on the new client as far as getting their ads optimized. So I do spend a lot of time with a new client, just making sure everything's going to work out just fine. But once that's done, it's done and we're all happy and everything's working, then it's time to kind of sit back a little bit and, you know, start prepping for future projects or prepping for other things that the customer may need. Now, the one thing is with the social media marketing landscape, there's a lot out there right now that, you know, for me is a little disappointing for sure, because I see a lot of these entrepreneurs starting to talk about social media marketing as a way to get rich. And it, you know, it's a way to make a Decent living. You're not going to get ridiculously rich. And there's a lot of work to it. And you got to know how to do sales. And you had definitely have to know how to use, you know, Facebook ads. And you know how to, you need to know how to get clients and how to do sales funnels and all this other stuff. But it is a great job to have. And it's a lot of fun as a business. But what I see a lot of these entrepreneurs doing is selling these courses. And I get it. You know what? If you create a good course, you should be well compensated for that course. But if you're selling a $3,000 course and you don't even give the basic information, you will see a lot of people do like a sales course on how to close, how to you know have these conversations with people. But they don't even tell you how to onboard a customer. They don't tell you how to create a legal binding document that's going to have your client protected as well as have you protected they're not going to tell you how to do the actual ads they're not going to tell you how to copyright they're not going to tell you any of that really 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 important stuff and you got to be really careful really really careful because they don't have a motivation to actually do social media marketing they have a motivation to sell their next course to the next person and that's really what they do and you see it all the time you see people on YouTube who are talking about social media marketing as business and then what they do is they go okay well but if you want to know more and you want to know actually how to do it go buy my $300 course or my $3,000 course and they're making their money on that not on you actually succeeding as a business because here's the thing at the end of the day you're a business And you have to have drive, you have to have want, you need to be able to go out there and talk to people, you need to be able to do sales. There's no way around any of that whatsoever. And you really need to know, like when you get a client, exactly what you need to do in an efficient way because business owners are impatient people. They wanna be set up, they wanna be running, they wanna make sure they're getting leads right off the bat. And if you don't know how to do that, don't fail. You have to know before you start. So, you know, do some research what's working in Facebook advertising, what's not working in Facebook advertising, how to add somebody on Facebook as a marketer, how to make it so that the ad spend on Facebook doesn't come off your credit card, it comes off the business's credit card. All those things, there's so much you need to learn. And I, I don't want to discourage, because I think that you know jumping in is a big thing. You gotta jump in, you gotta go, but you gotta know what you're doing before you go. You can't just learn on the go, because what's gonna happen is you're gonna go to a business and say, hey, this is what I can do. You're not going to deliver. You don't even know how to onboard them yet. You know, maybe you give them the free trial and by the end of the free trial, they're not even signed up and you don't even have the thing working at all. They're going to talk to their business friends and you're not going to be able to get other clients. You need to be understanding pretty much what you need to do. And that's the one thing with this podcast, with the voice messages and things, you can reach out to me and you can ask me the questions that, you know, the other guys won't answer. Do you want to know really how to do it? Absolutely, I will help you with that, and I'll answer any questions that you guys have. You know, If you want to do one-on-one videos where I help you set up your marketing agency, I will do that with you. But make sure you know what you're doing before you jump in and make a fool of yourself because I see that way too much. Anyways, guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. And once again, if you want to send me a voice message, it's www.justhold.com/slash/podcast. J slash podcast, J-U-S-T-H-O-L-T dot com slash podcast. The link is in the show notes. Also, if you're sending me a voice message, make sure that you include some information about yourself so we know who you are and what you're doing. And that's going to be all. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.